All right, so we're going to start this episode off with one of my favorite games, which is Guy Guess That Sound. So, Guy, are you listening? I'm standing by. Of course, it's taking time to load, even though... That's the sound. Well, there, there are two sounds there. There's a gurgling sound, and then there's a something squeaking sound. Yes, the squeak. What is the squeak? Well, that could be anything, practically. <laughs> it's something real cute. A mouse, a bird. Hey, it's bigger than a mouse and a bird. Why do you think there's gurgling? That's a hint. Why is Ooh, that watery one, gurgling Sam. sound happening? Ooh. Why is that waterly? Because they're over. They're by the water drinking, maybe. Okay. Maybe. So, what kind of animal is it? Is it a rodent? Let's let's. No, let's... it is not of the rodentia family. <laughs> not in the rodentia family. Okay. Now that you know what a rodent is, uh, eh. Okay. You know what? For sake of time, I'm just going to give up because you know we could be Boo! here. I don't know. It's something squeaky. Oh, you're fucking lame. Oh, it's, that's very nice. I know, right? You don't want to play games for whatever reason, even though uh, you love to trick other people. I don't want to games. keep all of our two listeners waiting while I'm making a thousand guesses. Go. I know it used to be three, but since mom hates me now, she stopped listening. <laughs> Anyways, so that is a manatee. Oh wait, we didn't do that. We did something else like a manatee. Mean, didn't we do manatee? What did we do? Like, what else is like a manatee besides an actual manatee? Did, we didn't do manatees already? No. What What other animal is like a manatee that's not a manatee? I thought we talked about manatees. Uh, maybe it was something else. Okay. never. That's a manatee, huh? Uh-huh. All right. So they're related to walruses? No. <laughs> uh, are they mammalian? Yes. Okay. All right. So anyways, hello and welcome to Just Animals Podcast. I'm your host, Elle, and with me as always is... Guy, a.k.a. my dad, and Fam, the zookeeper. <laughs> yes. Well, Hello. Sam used to live in Florida, so she knows about uh, manatees. I do. She does. And you used to live in Florida, too, so you should also know about these swimming. Yeah, I just uh, didn't have a conversation with them, so I don't know what they sound like. Well, that's your, your yeah. loss. All right, so try Chechis manatis, that, and try Chechis or I don't know. They were like a couple different ways to like pronounce it. So I'm I probably think you're pronouncing that, that right. Tri- no, it, that's okay. There was that way, and then it was trichecus. There was like those are the two ways I heard us: trichechus and trichecus. So whichever one is correct, watch neither of them be correct. But that's okay. So, anyways, comes from Latin and means hair. This is in reference to their whiskers. There are actually three species of manatee, and today we are going to focus on the one that is in our own backyard out here in the U.S., the one in Florida, or the American manatee, which is also known as the sea cow, West Indian manatee, North American, Caribbean, and Florida manatee. Well, you know, when you look at a lot of these pictures of manatees, they look like they've been sliced. And uh, yes, they have been sliced by propellers, the boats that... Yeah, unfortunately, these people with the boat propellers should have, there's a device that you can put around the propeller that allows the propeller to do its job, but doesn't gouge the animal. Thank you, Bill Nye, for jumping ahead. (laughs) But yes, you can see pictures of them not looking all mangled and fucked up. 
Anyways, so as for their size, stature, and description, they are large marine mammals with egg-shaped heads. They're typically gray in color. They have wrinkly, thick skin, and they're typically gross of algae on their skin. Additionally, they have long bodies that are super wide in the middle and taper down to a flat paddle-shaped tail. Their flippers are also paddle-shaped and have three to four nails on them. Also, they have no hind limbs. And going back towards their heads, they have small black eyes on either side of their head. They have a giant nose and mouth that is covered in whiskers. They have a large, flexible top lip that is useful for guiding food into their mouths. Lengthwise, they measure around three to four and a half meters, which is nine to 15 feet. And these figures do actually include their tail. Their average weight is anywhere between 200 to 600 kg or 440 pounds to 1300 pounds. However, one Florida manatee did weigh in at 3,650 pounds. So they can be enormous. <laughs> did you say 3,000 pounds? Yes, I did. Wow. Well, that's big, chunky. He's probably yeah. hitting up that uh, manatee McDonald's every I day. Think, I think that they're just fresh water, if I'm not mistaken, but I'm sure we'll talk about that. We will talk about that. So thank you. Yeah. Uh, late, lastly, females tend to be bigger than males, and their average lifespan, I found a lot of different information. Wait a minute. On Wait a minute. What was that word? Di- dimorphism? Yes. That's for when the male is bigger than the female. No, it's just for when there's difference. There's obvious differences between the two oh, sexes. Oh, is that all? It's only differences. It's not yes. who's bigger than. You said the female's bigger? Yes. Mm, baby mama. Yeah. <laughs> she ain't fat, bro. Just a little thick. Which, by the way, I've decided that's the manatee theme song. Anyways, okay. So their lifespan average, there was like conflicting stuff. Uh, in the wild ice thread, some figures suggest between 30 and 40 years. And according to SeaWorld um, and SaveTheManatee.org, they can live between 50 to 60 years. And so I would just put their range between 30 to 60 in the wild. And in captivity, they can live to 65 and over. So as for their habitat in indigenous area, our amorphous friend, the Florida manatee, is found in coastal and inland waters of the southeast eastern U.S. of A., Typically, they're found in shallow, slow-moving water, like slow-moving rivers, estuaries, saltwater-based canals, and coastal areas with high amounts of seagrass and other vegetation. During the winter, they are usually only found in Florida, just like every single Jew from New York. Oh, boy. There you go. Getting ethnic. (laughs) Holy mackerel. Tell me I'm wrong. Now, there went our Jewish listener. Shit. You went. (laughs) Oh, my God. Tell me I'm wrong, though. You're Jewish and from New York, and you lived in Florida, so there you go. Tell me I'm wrong. Okay, just move on before you just alienate our last listener. Oh, we got one and a half Jews. I think we'll be okay. All right, so uh, where were we? So yes, like the Jews, they summer and they no, they winter in Florida. They so are snowbirds. Wait, 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 wait a minute. They winter. So where are they summering? I thought they just stayed in Florida. No, we're going to talk about that in like two seconds. So just wait. Um. So in the summer, they do branch out quite a bit. They can be found as far west as Texas as far and as far north as Massachusetts. However, summer sightings in other states like Alabama, Georgia, and South Carolina and South Carolina are much more common. And they've even been seen in South Louisiana. And seeing them in South Louisiana has become a little bit more common uh, over the last couple of years. So if you are fishing and boating like most people do in Louisiana, beware of the in South Louisiana, beware of the manatees. Anyways, uh, they also have been found as far south as Cuba. Uh, their water temp needs to be at least 68 degrees Fahrenheit for a manatee survive in, to survive in the winter. If temperature drop below that, it can be really dangerous for them, which we will talk about that later. 
Um, they are able to withstand a vast range of salinity changes, ergo why they can be found in freshwater too. They, send to, they tend to stick to waters that range from 2 to 5 meters deep or 6 to 16 feet. They will also avoid water deeper than 6 meters or 19 feet. And lastly, they can also be found by power plant discharge channels. So, you know, like nuclear power plants where, you know, they have that, those cooling ponds and whatnot, and they have to release the warm water back out. So they'll go and hang out there. Sam, anything to add? Didn't you see, weren't you telling me you saw them like behind your yeah. house or something? Yeah. I lived in an apartment in uh, Melbourne, Florida, and um, right behind my apartment, it backed up to the river, uh, the Indian River. And there was always manatees and river dolphins going through there. So yeah, I saw them all the time. And then you, I mean, you go out there in a little kayak and they'll come right up to you. It was, yeah, it was really cool. Neat, neat things to see in the wild yeah. for sure. Unfortunately, they're not afraid of humans, which no. you know is to their no. detriment, but okay, we'll get there. I'm it sure. is. We will. Yes. Which is really upsetting, but also cool, but also upsetting because people abuse it. Anyways, as for their diet, they are herbivores, obviously. They eat aquatic plants. They feed around five to eight hours a day. And they can eat up to 10 to 15% of their body weight daily, which roughly is 30 to 130 pounds of food. Some other sources suggested that they consume around 4 to 9% of their body weight in a day. So, again, six and one half dozen, however you, whatever you want to decide. Ask a manatee yourself if you see one, how much they eat. They feed on more than 60 species of plants. For example, turtle grass, manatee grass shawl grass, mangrove leaves, algae, water hyacinth, and even acorns. Weird. So, yeah, right? Yeah, that is weird. <laughs> and um, I'll just add right here. So, um, of course, being a zookeeper, I'm always interested in how they're treated, you know, under human care and in zoos and rehabs. And since there's a ton of rehab things, yes. did, unfortunately, um, I went to uh, the rehab manatee rehab place in SeaWorld. So um, I know there that they, because of course I've never worked with these things because they're just, they're usually just rehabbed unless they can't be, you know, released. But that's usually at an aquarium or SeaWorld or someplace like that. So I haven't worked with them, but I do know from going there and talking to those people and um, being introduced to how they manage their manatees and rehab, they do feed them romaine lettuce and they, um, yeah, that's it. That's all they need is romaine lettuce. They live off that shit. Um, do they so like we, the anchovies with that or? No. Nope. They just like the lettuce. So they float some of the lettuce on top. This is how they feed them because they just, you know, natural behavior. So they float some of the lettuce on top. So when they, they can come up to the service to eat, but most of it, they um, have these special feeders that sink to the bottom and they'll um, attach to the big gigantic leaves of romaine and the big stalks or whatever they're called of romaine lettuce. And they'll sink them down to the bottom of the pool and that's where they eat them. And then of course they bottle feed um, the babies. And so of course I wanted to know what the formula is made out of. And it's at SeaWorld. I'm sure everybody probably takes SeaWorld's, um, 11 herbs and spices. Yeah, exactly. So the formula. Oh, do they, what? is it like liquidized romaine lettuce? <laughs> no, it's or, not. Sorry, liquefied. But, um, Damn it. So all they'll tell, all they'll say is it's some hyperallergenic formula base of it. What? And then, yeah. And then I don't know what that means. And then they add non-carbohydrate based proteins are added to it. So they just kind of make it, make it um, in their little so, nutrition center. Like, 
meat protein then if it's non-carbohydrate based? It's, it's like, oh, that's a fancy way of saying not plant-based. Yeah. Like, okay, great. Yeah, that's weird. But they wouldn't reveal their secret. I can't tell you what we feed our baby manatees because you'll yeah, steal know. it. It's yeah. a thick well, shake. Yeah, I guess so. It's It looks real gross. Sometimes it looks yellow. Ooh. Yeah, but it's... It's, but sometimes it looks like regular milk. It's really strange. But anyway, Yikes. so that's all I know about manatee diet. Interesting. No, that was yeah. very informative. Thank you. Yes. I wasn't even thinking. I just, the romaine, I mean, romaine is is full of a lot of like vitamins mm-hmm. and minerals that you need and like calcium. And spinach really is better than romaine. Yeah. Well, you know what? Spinach and romaine are better than kale. So. Kale. Like yeah. Kale should be good. Yeah. But spinach and romaine actually are better for you than stupid kale. So suck it, Karen. Anyways, so solitary or pack animals, guy, guess. Pack. Wrong. Really? I thought they like to hang out together. Nope. So I feel like if you were to describe them, they're like extroverted introverts of the animal kingdom. They most often will swim alone or in pairs. And when they do socialize, with the exception of a bathing pair and a cow and a calf, they're usually lone rangers. So if you do see a pair, it's like, you know, they're hooking up or it's a mom and her baby. Uh, a group of manatees is called an aggregation though. And we will talk about- Aggregation? Wow. Yes. <laughs> that sounds fancy. Right. Yeah. As for their behavior, they are known as gentle, slow-moving animals. They're active during the day and the night. They spend up to eight hours a day grazing. They use their tails in an up and down motion to propel themselves forward. So fun fact, if its tail moves up and down, it's a mammal in the water. And if its tail goes side to side- it is a fish or not mammal. So do, you're welcome do, for that do, one. Stop that. <laughs> That's going to be what stuck. I'm going to have nightmares. <laughs> you don't know what that is, Ellie? A bunny? No, I don't want to know. I don't want to know what it is. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Tell us. Anyways. No, it's just going to be stuck in your head all day long. Is that that stupid baby shark song? Yes, good for you. <laughs> uh, that's baby, what I'm nightmare. That's gonna be baby stuck in my bunny. Head. If okay. It goes up- Anyways, before I go hang myself in the closet like Jeffrey Epstein did in his jail cell, um, but even though someone helped him, but that's fine. Oh, Anyways, interesting. What? I didn't know that if the tail goes up and down. I'm thinking about the mammals in the uh, uh, whale. Uh, that dolphin. is a nice little bit of trivia to know. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like that. Fact. Right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay. Learn something every day. Yeah. So anyways, which is why I have this inflatable dolphin and well, it looks like a dolphin. But then I was looking at it and it's like anatomically, it's not correct because it has a non-mammal tail, but it has a dolphin face and body. I have an inflatable friend too. I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do, and I'm sure when it's I, disgusting. When she's not doing what she should be doing, she helps me in the carpool lane. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. Anyways, so these docile creatures rest anywhere from 2 to 12 hours a day. When resting, they're either suspended at the water's surface or they are lying on the bottom. Typically, they only gather together during the winter and the warmer waters. When resting, they can stay submerged underwater for 20 minutes, and typically they breathe every 3 to 5 minutes. While these animals can haul ass if necessary, um, they can swim at speeds up to 20 miles per hour, but that's for a very short burst. Their average pace is around three to five miles per hour. So they just, you know, lumber along. And surprisingly for their size and look, they are really agile and they can do somersaults, rolls, and swim upside down even. When they're not resting or eating, like I said, they just kind of lumber along slowly looking for their next meal. 
and mandatory ugh, manatees are not territorial and there no social hierarchy has been observed within the species. So I know, right? Interesting. Right? I think even cows have like a hierarchy, I believe. Sam. So Sam, uh, did the I don't know what they call it in Florida. Do they call it D- a Department of Natural Resources or the Fish and Game or Wildlife? Fish, what are they called? Wildlife. Do they protect these animals so that people oh, yeah. don't freaking abuse uh, them? They're federally protected. Yeah, too. you're not allowed to even touch them. But of course, of course, there's assholes that do. They jump on them. They try to ride oh, their backs. Yeah, but they. It is. You will get a hefty fine if you get caught and and might go Good. to jail and stuff. They should. I know. You know, you don't Absolutely. ever touch one. I mean, it's very, I mean, they come right up to you and it's so tempting, but no, 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 don't do it. Yeah, it's like those assholes in Hawaii. They're like, oh, I'm going to ride a sea turtle. Oh no, bitch. Yeah, that that was despicable. When I see yeah, no. Yeah. yeah, it makes me, yeah, those people just, yeah, grind my gears. Right. But anyway, so communication. So I think... As we heard, they squeak. They also use chirps, squeals, and they even scream. I could not find a manatee screaming clip, <laughs> but if I do, I will post it, and I'm sure it's terrifying. Yes. Manatees. Actually, Sam, did you ever hear them screaming behind your no. house? No. Damn no, it! you can't hear them. Yeah, I guess you probably might have to like be in the water or something, but no, I never did hear them. You <sighs> sure do you have a pretty mouth. They do have pretty mouths. Their mouths are weird. They are weird. You should look them up. Yeah. Okay. So manatees.net states that manatee vocalizations, um, like they said, are chirps, whistles, and squeaks. And their communication is particularly frequent between a mother and a calf or when the water is turbid. Ryder, you know water shit. What's turbid mean? Cloudy. Oh, well done. Like turbidity. Okay. Using the word to define it doesn't tell me what it is, but okay. All right. So. Manatees vocalize to express fear, anger, pain, or sexual arousal. They're also adapted <laughs> to hear infrasonic frequencies below 20 hertz. Gross. Uh, the manatee brain is actually not very convoluted, but it has an unusually high ratio of gray to white matter. Interestingly interesting. enough. I know, right? So reproduction. Sam, take it away. Okay. How come Sam so, gets reproduction? Every time. It's my new thing. I like the, re- I like the sexy time. I like talking about it. Yeah, animals getting it on. Yeah. So uh, these guys do not perform, perform. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I can think about. They don't form pair bonds. So they are not monogamous. Uh, They become sexual. Quiet, you. I said, we like that. Ignore him. No, ignore him. like that. Um, Sexual maturity for both males and females is at about five years. And during breeding time, a single female will be be followed by a group of about a dozen or more males. And this forms what is called a mating herd. So this is when they can be found together. (laughs) It's when it's mating time and they follow a poor female. Um, So there isn't a breeding season. Uh, Breeding and births can happen all year long. And this, for these poor guys, the reproductive rate is super low, which... I'm guessing along with the constant um, destruction and pollution of their habitats and injuries caused by human activity contributes to why the wild population num- numbers are so low and why, why their numbers are on the fast decline. So um, they only, a calf is only born every two to five years. Twins are very, very rare. And that, that short, short, 
two-year interval between babies usually occurs when a cow loses a calf soon after birth. So oh. most of the times it's, it's the intervals more than two years, that two years, just the, the minimum, uh, gestation for these guys is 11 months. So it's really long time. It's almost a year. And when newborns are born, they're about three to four feet long. They weigh and they weigh between uh, 37 to 31 kilograms, which is about 60 to 70 pounds. And um, calves nurse underwater. And here's my favorite part and what I think is the most important bit of trivia about manatees. So their nipples, their teats, where the newborns drink milk out of, are located behind the mother's flippers. So like they're in their like little flipper armpits. So you can see pictures. So it is cute. They, they hug their kid while they're drinking. Is that what they do? The kid latches on to like the back of the flipper, like their little mouth will be. You can see pictures of it online. Um, well, now we all have to go look. Yeah, so. you have to go look. Google probably just baby manatee nursing and you'll probably come up with a bunch of pictures. But they just like latch on to like their mom's fin. And well, they are like in the armpit. On their yes. fin. Well, these yeah. guys they are in the pop out of the sure. water and like sunbathe like a seal does? No, or... they, don't. No, they don't do that. They, they spend all of their time. I can see how you think that Kate, they have those big old fat seal bodies, but they don't do that. No, no, they're not amphibious. They're all, all the time in the water. And uh, let's see. Oh, babies begin to eat plants just a few weeks after birth, but they will be nursed for a long time too. But they can eat plants. And newborns are capable of swimming to the surface on their own and vocalize at or soon after birth. So to use uh, a word that I've used before, they are considered precocious okay. instead of altricial. Altricial. And then uh, they're precocious, not altricial. And then males do have zero to do with raising the calves. They're just their little seed dispersers. We, we like that. Yeah, you like that. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Ah. that's it. And that's all. Oh, yeah. It's so cute. Yeah, they are just like nursing out of the office. <laughs> it's like they're sucking on their mom's fin. But yeah, it's weird. So it's a weird place for nipples, but I, it works. Altrocious. I'm trying to find Altricial. what that means. Altricial. Oh. Like altruism. Hello. Right? Altricity. Now you're just saying sounds. Okay. Anyways, so as for their unique characteristics and traits, uh, Dad and Sam, Sam, no cheating. Do you think manatees have blubber? Yes. Wrong again. Over oh, for two. Hmm. No, they do not. So, um, unfortunately, and part of why these animals have to be in such warm waters, uh, due, due to their slow movements and their slow metabolism, it's actually really hard for these chunks to maintain and hold body heat. They cannot survive in water colder than 68 degrees. And um, water that is 65 degrees or 18 degrees Celsius or colder is lethal to these animals. If they're in water that is colder than 68 degrees, they can and will suffer from cold stress and hypothermia, meaning they get sick and die due to prolonged exposure to extreme cold, which is so crazy to me that 65 is like, or 68 is cold for them, or 65 is cold for them. Whereas like out here in California, if the water is 52 degrees, it's like, oh yeah, hey, we're having a warm day. No, that's cool. cool. So let me uh, pop in here for a second because um, we had no. a new, new vocabulary word that I need to talk Al to our- Yeah. So um, okay, says, uh, certain species are. are precocious, which means that they are quite capable of doing what they need to do in the world soon after being born. 
Certain birds start hopping around looking for food seconds after hatching. Others are altricious, meaning they take a long time to learn what they need to. Humans, of course, are altricious. Paradoxically, our utter inability to take care of ourselves as babies is key to our success. So altricious means... Altricial, yeah. Or altricious. You can't, you can't take care of yourself. And you think about you the fact that, you know, yeah, you how long humans dry. hang with their parents, about a fifth of their life. It's a long time. And mm -hmm. I'm not sure if it has to do with the size of their brain or the fact that they just can't afford to live on their own. One, one, maybe both. Uh, the latter. Yeah. Definitely okay. the latter. Moving on from our vocabulary section. Thank you. Um, <laughs> question. It's a good thing of great feats. The fact that you didn't kill Edward when he was a baby is, is quite amazing. You guys, never mind. I don't want to get into that now. All right. Well, Sam, let's... ask about the FedEx stickers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know do what would you guys get. Yo, you do. Me. Ask him. Ask him. What happened with the FedEx stickers? I put a FedEx sticker on my son's face, you know, thinking like it's going to be like <laughs> okay. a piece of uh, scotch tape. Well, it's not like scotch tape. It takes a lot. <laughs> we didn't rip his skin off because his mother used Vaseline to get the oh. get the uh, sticker off his face. But uh, I wasn't happy just doing it once. I had to try it again to see if that was a real <laughs> just a test. Fluke. Yeah, <laughs> that was just a bad sticker. Oh, yeah, so word to the wise: don't put FedEx labels on your skin. Wait, is Mom around? No, I think she's upstairs in Go her, get her cage. Go get her. Go get her. Okay, hold on. <laughs> While he's going to get her, I will tell you something else I do know about these things. So they don't, Yay! although they do have, they have those gigantic bodies, and it looks like they're full of blubber. Um, all of that space is actually stomach and intestines. That's how oh, your stomach, yeah, that's why, why they're so big. It's stomach and intestines in there and no fat. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Huh. I wonder how many people, like back in the day when they were hunted for who knows what. Food. We're probably yeah, so food. disappointed. <laughs> or like, you know. You know what? She's, uh, she said she'll pass. I think she's in BM. You know what BM is? The, I'll. <laughs> Not not bowel movement, not that. It's uh, it's something mode, like mm -hmm. female dog mode. So you could oh, figure it I out. Oh, I see. Yep. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm telling her you said that, and she's really going to bust your ass. Oh, she'll be in BM for, for longer than... Okay, Anyways, moving on. okay. So, uh, it's, oh, you know, maybe we can get Edward to tell the story. Anyways, so... Um, no, we don't oh, yeah, want so you during... resurrecting those suppressed memory syndromes. It's like... Yeah, it's, you no, we have probably to like PSTD for Edward. Yeah, I don't know. You know, it's amazing he's not some like crazed drug addict because of you or a raging alcoholic, what in all it? honesty. Anyways, okay, so during the winter months, what's it called? P PTSD. Yes. Post traumatic stress disorder. I mean, you basically attempted patricide on multiple occasions, but that's okay. So, uh, infanticide, but oh, yeah, you're right. Infanticide, you're right. Patricide would be him trying to kill you. Yeah. Okay. That's what your so, mother does. Well, that's your spousal yeah. murder. I think it's called but you can check that out. No, thanks. Okay, so during winter months, they seek out thermal refugees, a.k.a. Florida. Uh, their lungs are around three feet long, 
And they have great vision and hearing, especially for an animal that lacks external earlobes. Their openings are their ear openings are actually right behind their eyes. And they do not have eyelids or eyelashes. This is something I thought was super cool. Uh, instead, their eye muscle actually closes in a circular motion, similarly to a, the aperture on a camera. So I don't know if you've ever like seen a camera like take a picture, but you'll see that black thing come in front and close and then open. That's how their eye shuts. And that's super cool, I thought. Let's see. As for their teeth, they have no biting teeth. They only have molars or aka grinding teeth and they are actually constantly being replaced you know just like a shark's it's constantly losing and growing new teeth Wait, they constantly in- you're a rodent no <laughs> they're the elephants yeah that too no their teeth um no they're 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 not a rodent their teeth don't grow indefinitely they just get they get replaced rodent teeth just keep growing like are this they is heterodont like the same tooth. or homodont they have only molars so what do you think homo right well done Okay. Anyways, so where was well, I? If you're only eating vegetables, you don't need those canine or incisors or those chopping ones in the front, whatever they call them. Thank you, dentist guy. Anyways, so they also have these rigid pads on the front of their upper and lower jaws that help crush plant material, which I think is actually kind of similar to like how a catfish mouth works. They have like these just flat, rigid thingies and they just mash their stuff. Anyways, like walruses, their whiskers are used as tactile sensory organs, and each one has its own blood supply and innervation. Unlike other mammals, they only have six cervical vertebrae, thus they cannot turn sideways. And if they want to look at something, they actually have to turn their entire body around to go look. So it's like, if I want if you're a manatee and you want to look to the left, you got to turn your whole ass body to the left. And if you want to go look to the right, you got to turn your whole ass body to the right. You can't just move your neck. And by the way, we have seven cervical vertebrae, and those are the vertebrae in your neck. So what helps them stay submerged, actually, are their super dense bones. So yes, in this case, um, I'm not fat. I'm just big boned is actually legitimate for them. If you're human, you're just fat. Sorry. It's true. So unlike our bones, which have marrow cavities in them, the manatee bones do not, which is why their bones are super dense. Unfortunately, though... This density makes their bones super fragile, which I'm assuming um, with when they la- lacking marrow in their bone cavity, just I guess they have a lower viscoelastic threshold than our bones do. But that's just my educated guess. As for their predators and threats, guy, guess. Okay, a manatee, they're the most docile, defenseless creature there is. Man is the only real enemy the manatees ever had except okay. for an occasional alligator or what do they call that as a type of crocodile. alligator caiman yeah no we don't have caiman we don't have caiman thank you okay so Anyways. um they're very gentle that okay yes okay good I feel like i want to hug so, one right After no COVID. that's so, yeah, yeah <laughs> no, that's i would definitely no i would i would touch a i would touch a manatee before i touch another human to be don't really touch honest. him don't touch i would him. not actually touch no, the manatee that's a, did you hear about that lady that got uh, that died from trying to touch a uh, alligator or something? She was taken. Uh, it was in Florida. Uh, it's recent. Of course, it was in Florida. Yeah, it's always in it Florida. Was. That's I because she she should have gone to the wrestling match since the wrestling was open instead of screwing with the. Uh, so what what, what was she doing that she ended up getting bit? Uh, she, I think she was trying to take a picture and then she reached out to it and then the alligator grabbed her. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. Hey, hey, 
Hey, can, <sighs> do you have a second? Yeah. Oh, okay, great. Hold on, hold on, pause. So um, we're trying to tell our listeners about the FedEx sticker incident. Oh, oh God. No. So could you kindly explain to us what happened or what you remember from that incident? Uh, Hi, Edward. Yeah, I think you got like a package from Aunt Marsha and you were in like mom and dad's bedroom room and they were commenting like, oh, how sticky it is. And dad's like, yeah, sure is sticky. And then I don't remember. The next thing I know, he like put it on my face and I sat down <laughs> and was running around and it wouldn't come off. And then what about the second time? Second time, I don't remember that one. Oh, he blocked out the second time. <laughs> I, Good for maybe you. it wasn't the second time. Maybe that's just something I'm projecting. You wish it was there a second time? No, I hope not. No, there was a second time. I don't remember. There definitely was, because mom said she was mad at both of I you. Blocked it out. Yeah, I can't remember that. Time. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. All right, thank you. Okay, bye. <laughs> okay, why are you laughing? Yeah, you're so funny. Okay. Anyways, so yes, they have no natural predators. Theoretically, sharks, alligators, or crocodiles could eat them. However, they usually don't inhabit the same areas. Main predator, like Gacy said, humans. And hunting also used to be a big problem. Now the biggest problem are boats and the propellers. It's estimated that around 25% of manatee deaths are boat-related. Yikes. Unfortunately, they blend in super well with the water, so they can be hard to see. And if you look up manatee and boat propellers, you'll get a really good idea of how damaging and dangerous they are for these fat tubs of lard. They're so cute. They also become tangled in fishing nets and also cold water is a threat to them too. As for human encounters and fun fact, they're aquatic relatives of the elephant and they're most closely related to them, believe it or not. Oh, I'm sorry. I gave you bad information. This woman uh, that was screwing around with an alligator, uh, it was in... uh... South Carolina. I thought it was Florida because everything happens in Florida. I mean, close enough. Yeah. Uh, she just finished doing the homeowner's nails and tried to touch the reptile before the attack. Uh, Cynthia Covert, 58, died Friday after venturing waist deep in a pond. You don't go in a pond with an alligator because the alligator is always going to win. Oh, you're not going to beat the alligator in a pond. Forget it. You are barely going to beat that bitch on land. You might not even beat it on land. Uh, she brought a glass of wine to the house the night of the attack, acting less professional than normal. The homeowner told the deputies when she saw the alligator, took a picture before going off into the pond. Okay, you know what, bitch? Get a zoom oh. lens and stay away yeah, from that thing. It. Yeah, wait. Well, I don't understand why stupid. you would. Oh, there's an oh, alligator. She Let me asked go in the water it. with it. Yeah, and she, she was did. wearing a mini skirt too. And she yeah, said, right. "She said, yes." Uh, okay. Anyway, dragging her underwater. No, you know what? This almost this could be another Carol Baskin incident, though. Maybe the woman is just saying she walked into the pond, and maybe the woman actually put her in the pond after she roofied her wine. Does anyone a, think about that? Only it could be another Carol Baskin incident in South Carolina to die from an alligator attack. I didn't know they were that far north, but okay, whatever. Yeah, they're all over the place in they, Charleston. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, word to the wise, don't go in the fucking water with an alligator or crocodile. That's just no, you'll, okay. you'll, you'll, you'll never win that fight. No, and also don't pet them. They're not they're not the petting type of animals. Uh-uh. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't know anyone. Me, naturally, if I saw an alligator crocodile, my not even one of my instincts would be, I want to pet it. <laughs> but okay. People are so fucking dumb. Anyways, um, 
They do prefer freshwater, so you were right about that, Reiner. Manatees are very curious and do seek out humans, which is cool for us humans because they will come up to us, but it's bad for them because they're always those jackwagon ass clowns that will then abuse this and then abuse the animals and do way too much and make them sick or ill or hurt them or whatever. Also, sailors thought that the... Oh, wait, hold on. Uh, For all the wild manatees that do reach adulthood, only about half of them are expected to survive into their early 20s. So they have a really high mortality rate, which is really upsetting, too. And sailors actually thought that these fatties were mermaids. Take it away, Sam. And then I just wanted to say that along with dugongs, which are related to manatees, but they're different but the same, um, manatees... Uh, are in the tox- toxic taxonomic order of Sirenia. And the order Sirenia was named after the sirens of Greek mythology. So this leads into what you just said about them. That's where, you know, it's believed that they were mermaids. They, they were actually mermaid. That's where the mermaid myth comes from. And that's oh, why they call them sirens. I've never heard of a dugong before, but I just looked it up and it's one like of the four manatee. living species in the order of Serena. She literally just said that. <laughs> That's, Are you, you know, fu- from uh, the Iliad God and the Odyssey, the siren it. song. Remember the siren God. song? Stop talking. exactly what I just said, guy. Oh, fucking <laughs> order, See, Sam, Imagine growing up with this. Imagine living with this 24 fucking seven, okay? <laughs> he was busy looking up what a dugong was. He wasn't listening to me. Yeah, I my dugongs and yes, manatees. Named Serena. after the sirens of Greek mythology. Right. Oh, yeah. Yes. But I think well, they're you know- uh, more of a saltwater. I mean, they're out in the ocean, aren't they? Dugongs? Yeah, Dugongs are, yes. Yeah, they're different. They have different, they have a fluke on their, uh, as a tail on their back and everything. They're a little Dugongs bit different. Are fucking cool. They are. Do, really they have a, do they have an anal fin? No. No, they don't. I think that's just our electric eel friend with the super <laughs> elongated anal fin. Yes. What's their territory? Which has anyone checked up on Miguel Watson lately? I the haven't from- checked on Miguel Watson. Oh, we should do that. Yeah, go, go, go check up on him. Anyways, so, Dad, do you know what the, the, the thing is about sirens? What do you know what they do? They wreck your ship. They call you in and then you hit the rocks and now you're fucked. Well, right. They sing their song, their siren song. Yes. And if you fall for it, then they will pull you into the water and drown the shit out of you. That's it. That's what women do. They trick you and then screw you and then dump you. Okay, sure. Anyways, so aside from being lured to a rape in the water, uh, like humans, believe it or not, they do have a hyoid bone, which is that Adam's apple. However, it serves no purpose for them. Oh, and back, sorry, back to what I was going to say about them being um, the closest relative to the elephant. That's why they have toenails. So if you actually look at their fins, they look just like elephant toenails. And they have flexible... And I, why are you yawning? It is only six I'm o'clock. tired. Anyways, um... They Sorry. have a semi-prehensile upper lip in our remin- which is reminiscent of the elephant anatomy. It's super cool. And let's see, where else are we? So some extinct species of manatees weighed as much as eight tons and were Ooh. 10 meters long. Wow. So that's like, what, 30 feet, roughly? 32 feet, 33 feet? <laughs> I don't know. I, I heard too, of it I'm too American Bueller. for that. Bueller. Okay. Anyways, according to Animal Facts Encyclopedia, Manatees are very flatulent, which sounds like somebody else I know. What? That's from all that roughage they're eating. Probably. So the gases that have yet to escape their bodies actually helps create their buoyancy. If a manatee is actually trying to get somewhere and a gator is in the way, they will bump and nudge them to move. 
So <laughs> believe it or not, alligators are usually just like, okay, fine, fuck it. I will get out of the way. Um, well, they use their gas. Probably that too. <laughs> so conservation status, uh, it's actually really, really sad. There's maybe 2,500 left in the U.S. Maybe. Wow, that's sad. So it's probably, it's probably, I would, if I had to guess, it's probably closer to 2,000. Honestly, I mean, what would you think, Sam? Yeah, I I would I would guess closer to two thousand. I feel like twenty five hundred is generous. It is being generous, I think. And as for how many there are in the world, also upsetting, fewer than six thousand in the world. So again, I would guess on the lower end, Not so probably so probably fifty five hundred. So here's the thing, especially our friends in those southern states that manatees do frequent. If you have Ever, if you ever find an injured or sick manatee, please call Florida Fish and Wildlife don't Conservation Commission. Yeah, don't touch it unless, like, you it. absolutely have, unless you absolutely like have to for whatever reason. Like, if it's caught in a net, obviously say cut the net off of it. You can uncut it out, but just leave it alone. Right. That. right. But please, please, please call Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission at 1 888 Save the manatees. These things are really fucking cool and awesome. And unfortunately, with all of our boating stuff, we are really good at hurting them, even though I don't think anyone, most people don't genuinely mean to. But yes, that is our friend, the Florida manatee. Hooray. Right? I will tell you that um, they do have somebody, like it's a huge deal. Their gas is a good way of like showing... Turn oh God. that off. Turn that <laughs> off. We've had this for several animals already. Because that's just, it's the only song he, he, he knows and he doesn't even know the right okay. words to it. Guess how many views this thing has had. No one cares. I like big Okay, well, can you let Sam finish what she was saying? Yeah, I'm... of that is yours, probably. Yeah. yeah, probably. No, he's probably the 14 million. No, I just want to say that the, the gas, they're so gassy and it's such a big deal that it's really, um, somebody has to sit there when they're in rehab. They have to sit there and wait for them to um, fart a lot to make sure that they're healthy. <laughs> they have to monitor their gas output to make sure that they're healthy and doing well. So there's somebody that sits there and watches them and just wait that, like, and fart all day long. What do you long. do? Oh, I work at SeaWorld. Okay, what do you do at SeaWorld? I work with manatees. Wait for right, them. That's it? Uh, actually, I count manatee farts. Yep. Like, <laughs> exactly. imagine that. I feel like that'd be a great like Tinder profile, like <laughs> I catchphrase or something. Fart. You know what I'm saying? Like, I watch manatees fart for a living. I would put it. Well, on a shit. Feature. Sign me up. I'm interested. I don't know how Tinder works, but I feel like that'd be a great like elevator pitch. Totally so around. I don't think they have manatees in um, any aquariums, do these, uh, Sam? I don't. I've never uh, seen just one. Just what? No. Um, just ones that aren't. They do at SeaWorld. Um, they're the ones that are not able to be released into the wild. It's not very many. Um, but uh, that's it. It's like places okay. like that. They rehab places yeah. that actually do the rehab at the place is where they are. But if they can't uh, release them into the wild, they will keep it and take care of it. Well, that's okay. Good. Well, we won't be so mad at SeaWorld then for caring for the manatees. They do a lot, a lot of good with things like this. Yeah. They do yeah, a lot I of just, good with wildlife out there. I just don't Minus know. Minus orcas. Yeah. I was just going to say getting an orca cool. and putting them well, in. Y'all should read, y'all, honestly, y'all should read uh, Killing Keiko. I think it's Mark Simmons, is the name of the guy. 
but it, oh, it's, it's about bear show. Poor girl. I spell Keiko. Uh, what is it? K E K O? I E. I see. Killing. K E I K O. K E I K O. Like Keiko Mid. Yeah. Okay. okay, killing Keiko. And it's Mark Simmons. Yeah, I was right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's an ex SeaWorld trainer and dolphin person. Mm. Is he the one that got killed? No. No, that no, was that Don. Was, What's her yeah. face? No, this was this is a guy who worked with um the one that they let out and it's the one that Free Willy the movie was made out of, but it would did not turn out like the movie Free Willy. Of course it didn't turn out like the movie Free Willy. No, but it's the story of of Keiko and and um what they went through to re-release them and then what happened to them after they released them. And it's So what did happen? Um they so Keiko oh it's a sad story. Uh so they they took him to this place out in you know out in the ocean and um, like Pacific Northwest, so you know wherever they were wherever the spots of workers are in the wild. <laughs> um, so and they tried to um, start being hands off with him, like just whatever they were trying to train him to go off by fend himself. Fend for yourself. Yeah. Fend for yourself and try to do that. They tried to introduce him to a few pods of orcas. It never worked out. They would beat him up and not like him. So anyway, long story short, they eventually did let him go. He was always found. Um, he would go to the beaches where humans were and um, go around humans and the humans. He he died of loneliness and not being able to be around humans is, is what happened. Oh. Um, but he did go to the beaches and like let people love on him. And he would go there all the time for that human interaction. He needed that human interaction. Yeah. Um, they're social creatures. <laughs> so it's, oh, uh, yeah, it didn't work sad. out well for Keiko. That it's reminds really me. That reminds me of, have you heard about that whale? It's like the loneliest whale in the world. Well, I guess Keiko was also the loneliest whale in the world. But it for whatever for whatever reason, its call frequency was either higher or lower than what the whales of his species oh. could hear. And he was just, he was constantly singing but and no one ever sang back to him. Yeah. So let's just look up the loneliest whale in the world if we're talking about sad whale stories. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, on a happier note, save the manatees. You can't go see them in the Crystal River in Florida. Also, I don't know if anyone here uses Imgur or Imager, however you want to say it. There's this really cool uh, Imgurite that uses that. Um, his name is See Through Canoe. Look him up. He posts really cool stuff. It's what is that noise? He's trying BGs. to find Come on, we're going to do the course. Lonely days, lonely nights. You're talking about the lonely whale. Okay. okay. Anyways, send us an email, justanimalspod at gmail.com. Tell a friend uh, to listen like to and this. Subscribe, like and thank you. Like and subscribe. To tell a friend to listen to it. And yes, have you know a what? great are, no! pris- are prisoners allowed to have internet access? I wonder if maybe some prisoners can listen to this. I mean, a lot of prisoners have cell phones. They are. They have time There's a really good podcast. Um, there's a really good podcast by him. He's out now, but he still does the podcast. Ear hustle! Yes, Ear hustle. It's a really good podcast. Yes, that's started. why I tried to volunteer at San Quentin. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's a, it. Uh, he started it while he was a you prisoner may, still. You may not need to volunteer. You might be in there permanently. Thank you. All right. Kirk out. See you next week. I'm out. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Have a good one. Bye. Well, Otto, do you approve of this week's episode?